Welcome to FFC Top 3, a show where we as FFC hosts count things down from 3 to number 1. Thank you for joining us this week. If you have a suggestion, hit us up in the normal places. Be sure to drop us a note on Twitter and Discord at Gmail at our Gmail email address, focusbriarchat at gmail.com, or even on our weekly polls to decide not only top three, but also what our FFC topic is going to be. This week, our top three, we are discussing our favorite Destiny weapons. This is Destiny 1 and 2, so anything is fair game, exotics, legendaries, even if you're a fan of the blues, or even if you're a fan of that, what was the name of the white gun that we got at the beginning of D2? It's like, wow, I still have it. I still, as I'd say, I still have it in my vault. Kvostov was D1. No, yeah, Kvostov was D1. Uh, Oh, the the pistol you mean. Yeah, the hand cannon you did. I still have it, too. Give me one second. Traveler's Chosen. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, Yeah, that's all fair game for this. So any weapon that is something that you enjoy. Blue, I'm making you go first this week. What's your number three? Uh, My number three is actually going to be similar to, I believe it was... I think it was last week. I can't remember, but it's Icebreaker. Uh, mm-hmm. That was seriously one of my staple weapons in D1 just simply because I just enjoyed the mechanics of it. Um, and for PvE in D1, I got, I was much more like a sniper feel to it, mm-hmm. uh, which I'll probably comment a little bit because a couple of my other favorites uh, tend to be long range weapons. I, I'm predominantly more of a PVE player, um, so I kind of kind of tend to have that approach. But yeah, Icebreaker was just it made doing stuff solo a lot easier because you could actually patient. It, I mean, and there was a gun called Patience and Time as well, but um, like it it actually made Patience a viable strategy with things. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I really appreciated it. Like, I, I think that was a really, uh, really fun weapon or fun gun to run around with. I actually wish that we had that or had a similar mechanical weapon like that back. Right. I get that. It's just snipers are not in the same place as they were. No, they're not. not well, and that kind of goes to that conversation Beard and I were having before we started with, with regards <laughs> to the versatility of bows, is I think that's why. Mm-hmm. You know, for me at least, that's why I think bows are kind of stepped up. Well, I think that's yeah. why I've always kind of, as soon as they released the bow archetype, I kind of gravitated towards it, and I think that's why is because it does a really good job of of bringing the feel of a sniper back without sacrificing. Because D two to me definitely feels a lot um, much more uh, CQC like close quarter combat like it's yeah. much more in your face than it than I felt like in D1. And I don't know that might just okay. that might just be me. Um I think as far as PVP goes it's certainly Yeah, oh yeah, case. PVP, yeah, yeah, like there's I know there's a lot of players like really good players, like top tier or more closer to the top tier that can pull off snipers in PVP, but predominantly I think the most range I've seen is usually scouts. Um, 
Yeah. Like I I don't see much and even that I is kind of rare. It's much more like pulse rifles and bows and stuff like that and at least at the tiers that I'm playing at. Mhm. Snipers are slowly coming back into the meta as far as PvP goes. Uh, it just depends on the type that you're shooting to. That and PC, there are a lot more snipers on PC than there are console right now. Yep. Flinch is a major issue, but yeah. it's starting to creep back into P- uh, PS4 meta, at least. Beard, what's your number three? Uh, number three has to get on the list somewhere because it just means that much to me, but uh, Thunderlord. Really? Um, it's not going to be my number one, I think, because I think that other weapons definitely surpassed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Thunderlord has still remained to be one of my absolute favorite weapons of all time. Uh, just because of the, one, the engagement that it kind of has. Uh, it can be an ad clearer. It can be a uh, boss clearer. Uh, it can be a versatile a piece of equipment that can fit many different styles mm-hmm. of uh, shooting or engagement. Uh, and it's pretty much the thing that ran me through most of uh, Crota back in the day, because that's really when it came out. Right. Uh, having it in D2 has been awesome. Uh, the fact that they did bring it back and the fact that they did bring uh, LMGs back has been amazing for me, at least. Yeah. Uh, mostly just because I've been having a ton of fun with them uh but they they just feel right they feel a lot more powerful than they used to which i know has been a complaint about them in some the cases the, so yeah, the range on them yep but they've uh they've always been good ad clearers and they have always been uh they've always been those weapons that i that i tend to keep in the heavy slot or otherwise mm-hmm. but yeah it, thunderlord's got to go up there but like i said there's a couple others that have now started to kind of wean their way in in terms of usefulness right. uh, but also in terms of like story and what's behind it uh, i think that's another reason it's gotta it's gotta get on there somewhere nice i i carry i have both underlord and hammerhead both in my heavy slot just yeah, on call too. all the time those two are too versatile hammerhead yeah. can take care of it if, if i need an exotic slot somewhere else yeah it's too nice uh, yep. my number three is m- more of a troll weapon. I, I enjoy sidearms and I enjoy running in crucible with sidearms because there's nothing more satisfying than taking out a shotgunner with just a little pew pew pistol. And so right. either it's kind of a tie for me. I'm going to break my own rules and I'm going to say it's between anonymous autumn, which is the crucible sidearm. I have a really nice role on that. Or Vestian Dynasty. Both mm. are just so... You f- In PvP, it's a great troll weapon to be like, no, I just outdid you. I just outplayed you with a sidearm. Because their sidearms aren't in as good a place as they used to be. Which, granted, they're never super high in the meta, but they're still useful in certain situations. The other thing is going into a strike and being like, I am only going to use a sidearm just to challenge yourself to play it differently mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun and it's super like you feel really good about it at the end especially if there's a lot of majors in the strike because it's like oh i can i can take out this stuff and manage and deal with taking damage and stuff in the right ways with just a sidearm 
So it's a good way to challenge yourself into something totally different. Right. So I enjoy it. Now, they've always been surprisingly good to boot. Like, they've never been weapons that... No, they're they're far from awful. Mm. Uh, I I always think back, of course, to the old days of the Wormwood. Oh right. Uh, I used to use that thing all the stinking time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was I was one of those. Uh, but sidearms were always just those great. Uh, they were the the traditional military feel for Destiny. Yes, because you would go with, uh, or at least I would. Uh, I would start off with uh, your your usual like auto or something like that, especially after Kavashtov was released for exotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would start to use that and then I would bounce back to Wormwood or something else. Oh yeah. Last uh, Hope is or the... really good. Or Last Dance is a really good one yeah. too. Well, I gotta say Last Hope or Last Dance, both of them actually are, are super good, I think. Right. But uh, yeah, like they, they have their niche that they fit into at this point now. They mm-hmm. used to be very different playing in D1. But at least here in D2, they. the more I sit and talk about this, the more I'm like, man, I haven't done a weapon review in a long freaking time. Right. What is wrong with me? Like, I I used to do those all the time. And I know one of the it's just funny you get me on this tangent with the, the sidearms, because one of the first videos I did, uh, the first one I think I did was on uh, Young Wolf's Hal versus Ray's Lighter. Oh, right. And that that was actually the first video I think I produced for Destiny, and it got like over forty five thousand views. It was hysterical. Um, and then the uh, second one was on sidearms and how uh, how the sidearm uh, how the sidearm meta was changing. Mm-hmm. I think it was in two point six or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but that was such a fun video to put together. I. I could gush about sidearms, I think, in general, because like I said, they just fit so many different builds and, and, and workarounds right. and whatnot. But anyway, before I keep talking about this, I, okay. I, like I said, I could go on for a while. I just love how, so my clan goes in and we'll do private matches and we will do yeah. random rolls or we'll do uh, picked rolls where you either you'll put on the exact same type of weapon, say a uh, thorn and something else. Or you do, like, you can only use a sidearm. Right. It's so gratifying to take down some of the people who just rush at you and who are really good at shotgun meta or Mm -hmm. really good at wave splitter meta. There are particular people that I'm just talking about with both of those. It's so (laughs) gratifying to take them down with a sidearm because they don't use them often. So it's, it's a fun one. Let's switch to number two, though, Blue. You had Icebreaker. What's your number two? Uh, it's a it's a toss-up between Mida and then... Uh, actually, I mean, it's pretty much Scout Rifles. Um, okay. Like, with... It, it's hard... Like, it's hard to do uh, a particular one. And in, in just, be, just because right. with random rolls and stuff like that, you know, you can always have... Like, my, my preferred rolls are not necessarily based off meta. It's uh, I I'm I'm part I'm very particular or not particular I'm very partial to like Firefly is one of my favorite uh, roles. roles yeah it's it's just it's just to yeah, me but... I just really like it uh, and oh, then yeah but hung oh jury. no yeah that's oh it's on there right. it's on there that's that's one of the ones I'm gonna mention is hung jury so like but for me what I was gonna say is like oxygen, oxygen hung jury uh, nameless midnight. Was up until up until I got oxygen. I still I still have my original Nameless Midnight 
because I got it with the explosive rounds. And it just, I don't, it's, it's weird because like there are some guns that even though this is a, a like a hundred percent digital game, I don't know how to explain the sensation of a gun having like a kick, but like it just like right. name that nameless yeah. midnight. And I don't, I can't remember if that was a static role that I got or what, cause it was back when we were uh, doing Vanguard strikes. Like I think it was like season one or two. Um, there was, either of those oh then, yeah, yeah it might, you know, i think it might have been i think yeah, oh my old. god it had explosive rounds it didn't have firefly which was the only thing it's, oh that is still oh, the best roll though, oh my god it is so oh my good. god i pull it out i'll pull it out and i've i have wasted so much resources keeping that thing relevant because it is it has like no no uh tears on it at all it's just got the explosive frowns like it's such it's such a basic weapon oh my god it is so much fun like i just i love and i love like i did one of the snapshots on nameless midnight because of the edgar Allan poe Mm -hmm. connection um right and like the the deal with nameless midnight again was just like it just felt like an actual scout rifle like it felt like what i would imagine it felt like what mighty used to feel like in d1 for me um, right. and then, yeah, then there's hung jury and, uh, you know, what I would argue is kind of the equivalent of hung jury in D2, uh, oxygen, which is just, if you guys, if you haven't gotten that particular little scout rifle, I, I really recommend it. It's a ton of fun. Um, but yeah, scout rifles, it's- scout rifles are very, again, I, I play, usually I, I'm playing at a range when I play PVE, especially, um, I'm I'm very methodical and slow when I actually go through something. Um, most of the time, because I'm also getting distracted by different things, because uh, I don't hide the fact that I will just like wander randomly around the map at stuff. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it, it's I I mean I'm again I'm hard pressed to say a particular scout rifle, but. I think those three or four, I can't remember how many I had there, but those would definitely be on my list. Scouts. Yes. Scouts are, scouts are always pretty versatile. Mm-hmm. They are really nice. Beard, where's your number two? Uh, I'm going to be boring. Okay. And I'm going to keep with my exotic idea here. Okay. Uh, mostly because I enjoy the idea of things being overpowered <laughs> uh, even if they are no. in certain circumstances no. um, yeah it's like I'm into the power fantasy or it's something like when it comes to this game skull of a dire ahamkara and our avoid warlock yeah. boom boom yeah, helmet yeah, you know it, it might boom, boom helmet, it might fit yeah. I, I don't know it, it might fit uh, risk runner mm. yeah it is such an op little smg that makes you feel like you are Mm -hmm. so in control of everything uh and between me running uh black armory as often as i do uh and how like underused it has been for certain circumstances like especially with uh what we just got done with zero hour here uh zero hour is like the epitome of utilizing that thing uh to its near fullest i would say uh, just about like yeah. the the shanks the, are the the heavy shanks aren't unfortunately, but the no, mine are solar. The the other that's interesting. Well, the the things they hit you with right the are uh, the the projectiles oh, oh, are what yeah, matter yeah. in that regard. 
Uh, but yeah, if you if you get hit by one of the the small shanks, mm-hmm. the uh, then you're gonna you're you're yeah, or the snipers, which end up one shotting you anyway. Uh, then at that point, you end up uh, you end up taking all the damage basically and uh, pummeling out a ton more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just such such a good less, little SMG, uh, and I I hope that they kind of run this one a little bit more into D three. To be honest, I don't. I don't want to talk about like weapons that return and whatnot already in D three, right. but if any of them do, I would like for this one to come back. Uh, again, it's very situational, uh, especially with the way that the perk works out. Uh, but even in Crucible, if you get it to trigger, woo, oh, yeah, it's yeah, fun. I, it's I run fun. the Risk Runner. I do have it on my baby lock, and I have she's a mm-hmm. right now. I'm running with her on the arc, and yeah, it's. The thing that thing destroys. There's, there's a way to self proc. I might be accidentally doing that because I, I'm like I seem to remember it. Like whenever I have it out, it just completely destroys things. You have to hit the very edge of your grenade. Ah, I can't remember which kind of grenade it is, but if you hit the very edge of your grenade, you won't take the damage, but you'll proc the the shield, (laughs) the overshield, and the output damage. Nice. I know some of my crucible mates who do that on a regular basis, who during the rivalry were quite the terror because they would constantly have that overshoot right. proc because A, skip grenades that were everywhere, and any of the arc web. Oh, it's so bad. It's it's a good little weapon. It's definitely not used often, except for by people who tend to try to solo things, because right now... I think Risk Runner is the best weapon to go into zero hour with soloing. After, I have I to agree. keep that in mind. I was using Arbalist, I know for because it's got the it's normal, got the energy pop. Right, a normal sniper can take out your orange uh, sniper shanks with two shots. Doesn't have to be like a power sniper or anything, but the either Thunderlord or Risk Runner will help burst through all of your arc shields really mm-hmm. fast. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And with the output of the input slash output protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that totally makes sense. It is very nice. Uh, my number two is a throwback to D1. It was the weapon that got me interested in actually playing PvP. And that would be the Thousand Yard Stare. It was a legendary sniper rifle. And it was everywhere in mm-hmm. PvP. Yes, it was. It was absolutely everywhere. But I actually felt like I could do some major damage with it because it was so steady and the flinch was n- almost non-existent on it for a mm-hmm. sniper. It was very similar. Uh, I The original uh, Her Supremacy was very similar, I think, to that. Yes. Yep. That, Yeah. That one definitely got me interested in watching Crucible videos and listening to Crucible radio. I think I I watched a lot of True Vanguard when I was first learning how to play in Crucible, and it was mm-hmm. Thousand Yard Stare is what I would take in there. That and my number yeah. one. Yeah. Just, I wish snipers were in the same place. There's a few that you can use that are okay. It just don't feel the same mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, even I, I I think I technically have a sniper on my character at the moment, but I think that's just by accident. Like whereas in D one, it was a staple of my loadout, 
Like it just, yeah, it it's they they are not they are not in the same, which is fine, which is hundred percent fine. It's just it's a different style, right? I do have a bite of the fox that I really like to use, and that's the uh, Iron Banner one, right? Whisper the worm, correct. Yeah, there's also the whisper. Uh, whisper, yeah. Worm, I haven't. Whatever. I don't have that one, so that one's really uh, nice. It's it's a uh, super nice in black armory. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, that's how people have been able to solo zero hour mm-hmm. already. Is they'll yeah. get it to proc the ammo region. Ah, uh, yeah. The white nail perk. Yep. Oh my gosh! I uh, that just brings back memories. <laughs> the original <laughs> the original white nail perk was so broken. <laughs> What was the so was it Icebreaker that had the it was the Icebreaker that had the auto read yeah 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 so like Icebreaker would uh it was and and they were constantly toying with that particular one just simply because right um for obvious broken in trials uh yeah it was it was not conducive to a lot of things in PvP because the problem was is it was special ammo and special ammo was limited and so then mm-hmm. when you pulled it out and you had a full clip because it didn't use your ammo um and so that's when that was one of the first iterations of fixing that they did was you had to have special ammo. you know and so like there was there was a lot of icebreaker it was an exotic i'm just gonna leave it there like <laughs> it, it did right. it did its job it broke the game um i just remember Sitting in the well right before the crota room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and sniping mm-hmm. the snot out of that. Oh man, that you want to talk about pulling that? It's Fogoth and uh, Valista Ark. Like you could easily, ease. I mean, like if you had patience, you could solo all of that. You know, before that was hu- a huge thing. But like, oh my gosh, Fogoth and Valus, because Valus had, uh, there were so many hiding rooms on those two. And, but yeah, with Icebreaker, I mean, you could do Vault, you could do through the Templar's Well, Uh, you just do the uh, sit up on the corner. Like there was so many, there were so many strategies that were so, that were so dependent on the Icebreaker's actual mechanics um, that were just, it was just fun. But yeah, it's but snipers in general, I I definitely because like we had no land beyond as well, which was just you want you want to yeah. got you guys want to talk about a troll weapon or a sentimental weapon? Yeah, takes us to number one, though, blue. Um, so we're lamenting about snipers. We're lamenting about scouts. Those are your two longest range ones. What are you going to put my my number one? one, I will be a hundred percent honest. I don't have again. It's another one that I know it's kind of a cop out, but I don't really have a particular one that's my favorite. Uh, But bows, I I really, really am a huge fan of the versatility that they introduced with the bow archetype. Um, you know, I just, I did just get Wish Ender, uh, which Green was making fun of me because I don't think I've taken it off since I've gotten it. Now, granted, I've only been running Dreaming City because I'm trying to catch, I'm trying to catch all the eggs. Um, I don't know why that can't, yeah, I don't know why I said that. Uh, but so like, uh, Wish Ender definitely like the, the perks on Wish Ender are a lot of fun. 
but like I have I have uh, a subtle a subtle calamity. There's uh, arsenic bites that are out there that have. I mean, the random rolls just make it really really interesting as well. But I think, and this is Beard and I were talking about this before we started recording. I think the versatility that bows bring to at least the meta for PVE. It's just I I don't think it can be stated enough. Like it's both it's that nice little section between what you get with a sniper and then the panic weapon of oh god oh god they're rushing. You can still you can still not yeah. you you can with the same weapon you can survive much easier. You don't have to like be a decent no scoper in order to survive it, which is just nice. Oh uh, yeah, Trinity Goal. Yeah, Trinity Goal is a lot of fun. I remember when I got I got that actually while that was one of the extra exotics that I got while I was chasing uh Last Word. I can't get the hang of Trinity Goal. I don't like it's, it's since it's a three shot, yeah, it's very it's very situational for it's me. It's very it's touchy. Weird. Like I I don't run it uh mostly because I kind of well, because as most of you probably know, I, I run a lot of things without uh, sound and it is not conducive to panics. Like you have to be very careful about where you place your shots with Trinity and um, me doing me going ah! is not not placing shots. Well, I'll just I'll be completely brutally honest with myself on that. Whereas like wi- whereas Wish Ender and stuff like that, there it's a little bit. You just have a little bit more control. Oh, yeah. And now that they have explosive heads, it's, really <laughs> it's so much fun. You get your firefly. It's so much fun. Form. I got a bow with a firefly on it the other day, I think, and I was like, "Oh, but I just masterworked the other one." <laughs> you, can, you can you can have a couple of them that have like explosive Fi- head. Oh God! I I'm like if I I I will be honest though if I get a bow that has explosive and dragonfly I probably will just be like I'm done you can keep all the weapons like all the weapons you can just keep them I I have I have what I've been I have what I've been looking for (laughs) yeah I think they tend to cancel each other out yeah I know explosive head kill right yeah dragonfly yeah uh, it doesn't I'm trying to remember there was a there was a scout in D1 that did that, and it was the most annoying thing because you'd get because you know, well, because there's there's a there's an art form to Firefly, and it was like it would always cancel the proc out, and it's like no, I need that for the ads that I was gonna kill with it. So, oh my gosh, that brings back tantrums. That sounds about right. Uh, Beard, number one for you. There is only one choice. Only one. Just like Highlander, there can only be one. Is it a sword? And if, No. No, it is not a sword. It is not a sword. But uh, funny enough, it deals with a, a group of individuals that would probably enjoy swords quite a bit. Um, except not really. I mean, they might have been knights in some regard. Anyway, Black Armory introduced quite a few awesome things. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one weapon in particular that will definitely stand out in the annals of time and all things that are toasty, Jotun. Jotun, uh, the auto-aim bot. 
it is so dang versatile. Yeah. It is unbelievable. Well, if I had uh, a laser for a hand, it would be, be kind of versatile too. I mean, sure, but I'm just saying, since you can't have a laser for a hand, you can at least have you. Uh, just and that's basically the hand. complete and utter impetus behind the thing. You're shooting uh, flying, flaming toast at people, and it tracks you. Yeah, I remember when I got killed pretty, for the first much. time by it. I was like, what oh the j- what just happened? <laughs> I saw yeah. Now, what is, of course, interesting from it from a story standpoint uh, is the way, of course, that it is uh, kind of put together or uh, posed to us. Mm-hmm. It is a golden age fusion rifle. And at that point, it makes me wonder why they had such advanced equipment at that point. Uh, that they were able to put that thing together. Uh, so just kind of shows you the whole, I think, implication of how good uh, of a, a piece of equipment and an advancement the uh, Obsidian Accelerator kind of is. But uh, dang. So Beard, just dang. I got a story huh. for you. How that came okay, to be. Okay, So back in Black Armory, after Ada was first made, her mother was trying to teach her how to cook. <laughs> and so she started with the most basic thing you could possibly get. Toast. Toast. They didn't. But Ada didn't quite get it. She held the toaster up and charged what... it herself. We need, we need a face cam for Beard's reaction. And then that flying, flaming piece of toast went and set the room on fire. <laughs> and it wasn't a creature of the night that broke into the Black Armory Labs that caused them to run. It was Ada. Ada did it all along. She set the wall on fire and burst it through that flaming toast that just... It was, it was me all along! <laughs> it was me! <laughs> And Beard just leaves. No. Beard just, just leaves. <laughs> beep, beep. That story's dumb. <laughs> what, else, what else do you want me to say? That story's dumb. Uh, it's just so funny because it's such a, it looks like a toaster. I mean, I can also, you know, being, being of course, an, an anime fan and whatnot, I'm just imagining the chibi version of Henry right. and Ada, like, standing there, and she's trying to figure out how a toaster works, and she's, like, shaking it up and, up and down, like, what is this? I don't understand. And then all of a sudden, like, the oh darkness comes, God. and they're like, this is how you work a toaster, stupid. Oh, and it just no. goes from there. Like, oh, Lord. Ada possessed by a, I, a, an ancient family demon type thing. I'm not even thinking that. Like all of a sudden, the darkness actually like act, like actually pops up, and it's like, look, let me tell you about sword logic and how this all works. Oh because gosh. you not understanding how a toaster works is going to be down the first path of you failing. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and fix that for oh you. Oh my gosh! I just oh, mm. I made myself cry. <laughs> what have you done? I made myself cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like laugh crying. Oh man. Uh, my number one is so not fun compared to Jotun. <laughs> I feel like I've accidentally like. Well, you know what? That should say everything about you, Blue. You're Blue. blue. You know what? Blue too, because you know what? Blue isn't fun either. 
I, I'm on this podcast with a couple of unfun people. Unfun this is what happens people, to me. Huh? Unfun people. <laughs> this is why I hang out with you, because I, I absolutely love to be miserable. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We love you anyway. All right. right. I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know what's wrong with you that you do, but okay. Nice. But uh, Mida is my number one. And I don't think that's a huge surprise to anybody who's played with me, whether it was in D1 or D2. Mida is kind of my go-to for... Uh, I do tend to do a lot of gameplay with Lake Blue, especially in Gambit. I'm a sentry. I have to keep eyes out for invaders. And so Mida is probably my favorite tool to do that because not only do I keep my radar up, but I can also ping and mark people as they're coming in. So Mida is something that I really enjoyed in D1. I had forgotten how to get it in D2 when I switched to PS4 for some reason. And I was just like, God, I've gotten through all these exotics, all the random drops. Why hasn't a Mida drop for me? Oh, duh, I didn't do the stinking world quest, but I have my Mida on PS4 now. And it's, life is good again. But uh, also Rams for you two. Are there any like also on your like lower list of weapons that you were like really almost made the top three, but not quite. I mean, I, I gotta just be frank. Anything that is black, the black armory. armory weapons. I, I barely use anything else. Uh, Drifter has some pretty interesting equipment mm-hmm. that he can give you. Uh, I definitely have enjoyed using spare rations, but uh, nothing compares to, at least in my mind, the Black Armory equipment. It's just been that good, and it's just been way too versatile to use uh, around the around just anything, really. Raids, strikes, patrols, whatever. So uh, When I'm able to do any activities, just anything that is black armory. Let me ask you this. What is your current go-to loadout right now? Well, after getting um, Outbreak, uh, at the moment, it's pretty well like Outbreak. Uh, and I'll flip back and forth between either Kindled Orchid, Tatara Gaze, or Arsenic Bite. Mm-hmm. Uh, just depending on which uh, situation I have. For the record, uh, I have the... the Wrath Majestic on my Arsenic bike, at least. But I wish I could use the uh, the, the No Turning Back has the Black Armory skin. Mm-hmm. The Aim is True one. I wish I could carry that over to it. Okay. That would be freaking great if I could. Um, Power weapon. And then it's basically Hammerhead. Yeah. Like, I I don't see a need to use much of anything else, quite frankly. Right. Uh, for PvP or PvE, it is just a far too versatile piece of equipment. Sometimes I'll switch it up and go to like Acantha. I have a very good Acantha with a backup mag, rangefinder, and rampage that I use now and again. But for the most part, it's basically Hammerhead. Before that, though, um, it was pretty well like Spiteful Fang, Jotun, and Hammerhead. That was like my go-to builds almost all the time. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that. Blue, what is your also rans, and then what is your current go to loadout? Um, to be honest, like there's a couple swords that I really like, uh, which is funny given that I was just talking about being a ranged player. Uh, the quick fang from Vice was a really fun one, 
And then uh, Black Talon is a lot of fun. I really like Black Talon. Um, as far as like my my, I don't really have a go to. Uh, here, let me pull up. I'm right now for weapons. I am running uh, Wish Ender, and then I have Oxygen SR3, and then uh, Zenobia D as a rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. I managed to mm-hmm. snag one with an auto loading and a cluster bomb uh perk so that thing that thing you want to talk about the perfect panic power weapon i i can't i can't speak Uh more highly of that particular rocket launcher i love that little thing um and and so yeah like it i I, and it i mean for me though it's really just kind of how i'm feeling which i know is not like super helpful i've been playing a lot with ace spades uh recently um Mm -hmm. Mostly because I like things that go boom. Uh, yeah, the uh, I think that's the lesson of learning about. Blue yeah, I like I like likes exploding. I like things. things that go boom. Um, says the class that doesn't mm-hmm. play Nova bomb. Yeah, it does explain why when I finally got Blade Barrage, it kind of made sense why Green was like, "You need to get this. You need to get this. You need to get this. You need to get this," um, because things go boom. Um, he finally got. I did. That, by I did. I finally got. I finally got Blade Barrage, and then I don't even remember how I got the whatever the the Shots shards. I think I did. I, I don't know if I pulled that from Azur Ingram. I don't even remember. Um, you pulled it from somewhere, and then I told you to immediately go run a blind. Yeah. Battle. So yeah, it it was that. That's been that's been a lot of fun. Like, but like yeah, I, I mean I'll, I I uh, with PVE being my primary focus, I do run a lot of Thorn also, just because that little that hand cannon in PVE is just so much fun. Um, I now am understanding that I need to start playing with Risk Runner, uh, so I'll start working my way through getting used to that weapon. But I mean, it if it's, you ever get the Catalyst as a mm-hmm. side note, it goes very does it quickly. yes. Yes. It goes very yeah, quickly, and it's super, super nice. Yeah, and I mean, and again, it's just like I, I don't really have like a, like a static. I guess oxygen would probably be the or nameless or nameless mint. Yeah, like I usually I you use that constantly. Oh yeah, I love that thing. Um, I usually have a scout rifle, at, at least in some capacity on me on my like active loadout. Um. But yeah, that's that's probably as close to a a, a standard loadout for me. Mm-hmm. My also ran only includes one weapon right now, and that is Black Talon mm-hmm. because that I feel like a warlock slightly when I use it, which is I just like the fact I that you can my, frisbee things. Hunter, right, I keep my hunter <laughs> jump. It's, which is preferable. It's frisbee golf. And then I can throw <laughs> things around the corner and piss everybody off because that's what Black Talon does. And I just got it last oh, week. Oh, did you? It's been one of the was... hardest. Yeah, it's been one of the hardest exotics for me to get for some reason. So another funny story of why green hates blue. Um, is the, <laughs> I don't hate is blue. This is like, wasn't that the one that you were like, you really need to try this out. And then I got it. Or no, I got it. And I was like, oh, okay, it's just a sword. I can't remember exactly how that one worked. I thought you already had it, though. Mm-mm. I've been... Uh, Lux uses it constantly in PvP. 
And when we do private matches, he always gets heavy because he's really good at um, controlling heavy. So I've had it used on me quite a bit. Yeah, it's. And I just wanted to have it. And once I did get it, I went into Crucible and understood why he uses it and doesn't put on anything else. It's it's frisbee golf. It's. It is. It's also really good for PvP mm-hmm. too. It... Like if you have anything yeah. with void shields, oh. it will just wreck yeah. them. I, I've used it a couple times with. Granted, that's why they have Hammerhead. Yep, that's is Hammer- that actually takes me to my, is Hammerhead Void my normal. It is ah, Hammerhead okay. Void. It takes me to my normal loadout, which is right now, and it has been for probably oh four or five months now. Is Dust Rock Blues, Trust, and Hammerhead. I. It's kind of. It's kind of what. It's the uh, PvP. What was I going to say? You've got the the trifecta of the LMGs that you have available to you, or at least had, because mm-hmm. uh, you had you have Thunderlord that, of course, is Arc. But then it's until you get to um, what is it, Delirium twenty one percent, and then you get another Arc, and then the Void one is Hammerhead, and then the Solar one is Avalanche. Right, which Avalanche, and I, I don't like the way that Avalanche and Delirium fire, personally. Not at all. That's Not at all. There's such a difference mm-hmm. between them and uh, and Hammerhead, it's not even funny. It almost feels like, like an SMG in yeah. an LMG form. Right. They just they move around too much. Hammerhead has a nice heavy kick that is predictable. Yep. Same thing with Thunderlord. It is it fires a lot faster, but it's a predictable kick up. Right. Yeah. I love my Dust Rock. I I am such a jerk face in Crucible with Dust Rock. I will fully admit that that if I, anybody has special on the other team and they get killed, I am going to have a heyday that match because I will pick I it mean, up and continue to run with them. I'm starting to be that guy that uses on PC uh, Tatara Gaze and uh-huh. Last Word because mm-hmm. uh, I got one with Snapshot and Kill Clip, and it is ridiculous. I tell you what, last word is great at shutting down shotgunners. Yeah, it is. It's so good at shutting down shotgun because all you have to do is fan that. That oh man, it just takes everything mm-hmm. down. It annoys the crap out of me because I I do one v ones quite a bit, and there's one yeah. particular person that I one v one that almost always uses last word against me because he knows I'm going to use trust or trust and dust rock, and he can shut yeah. me down almost. Probably seven times out of ten. It's rough. But. Yeah. I don't know. It's good times. Weapons. Destiny mm-hmm. weapons are. They're still fun. And there's still a decent variety of things for different types of play styles, obviously. Because the three of us oh, definitely yeah. do not play the same type of content. We all. I mean, I'm a warlock. They're not. I mean. Two people in this chat are wrong. One person is right. <laughs> I know I'm right. I mean, we're not talking about your we're not talking about your split personality, Beard. It's fine. You don't have I to I don't know what about. split personality you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that I do have a what? No, no, I don't. But I'm, I'm kidding. No, no, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we the three of us have very different play styles. Blue is definitely a long range game. Beard, yeah. you sound like you do kind of a mixture between the two. I'm very much a mid range mm-hmm. uh 
combatant mostly because I tend to hang closer by to the groups. And then when I see the groups, I just blow them up with Nova bombs. Mm-hmm. Pretty much my life. It's basically my life. I certainly like to get up close and personal, especially in Crucible. So it's it's never would have guessed my shotgun. I mean, you've never played against me. You've yet to come back to PS4. Yes, I have. You've played against me once. Once. (laughs) Well, don't tell me that I haven't. That doesn't. I like literally had nothing when you did that too. That was when I first got on PlayStation. It's okay. I. Look, you, 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 you filled in the role fine. You <laughs> took up my spot okay. I, I just, I don't want, I don't want to embarrass you. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, this is going to turn into an actual. This I is going to be stream, me, sir. We're going to have a one v one PlayStation. Let me tell you. Let me, let me put it this way: If I ever decide to come back to PlayStation, uh, no, it'll. It, I know I'll, I'll end up having a good time. Yes. I literally cannot. Because oh, yeah, of the, the uh, 30 FPS mm-hmm. and everything like that absolutely kills it. Yep. Uh, if they would have allowed it uh, 60 FPS on a pro, I would have been out there. I would have bought it uh, and I would have been fine. I would not have switched. Mm-hmm. But uh, now if they if they come out with the PS5 and they're like 60 FPS on the PS5, I'll be like, fine, cool, let's do this. Yeah, I I would not mind that. I would welcome the I'm, challenge. I'm still sitting here using a PlayStation controller on PC, and I still outgun a lot of people on PC to begin with, so, I don't know. It makes a big difference. It does. It does. I won't say that I'm doing my uh, my old, like, 6 and 8 no's, but I'm, uh, I'm still pulling good numbers. I'm still positive KD. Nice. So, next week, we're going to stick with the Destiny-themed things. For a little while longer. The community has spoken. And next week we're going to do our favorite Destiny missions. I believe is yes. what the topic story is. Story missions. So. Story mission or just mission in general? Uh, story story missions. Tech. Okay. So that does not include raids or strikes or specialty missions? Or uh, what is, what I, mean, I, I mean, I, I want to clarify I think, this until, I think, before we get there. I think, I don't know. I, I say story missions. I think it's missionly. I mean, I, mean, I kind of... Sort of Crota is going to be in there. Sort of Crota. Like, <laughs> Which one? Like, there was a couple. <laughs> that's a... No. The original oh, one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. the, in the front, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like that's, yeah, that's totally in there. Maybe I'll I'll change it now, but like that's a that's a what I would consider a, a story mission. I mean, I think I think I okay. could you could probably make the argument pretty so, strongly that any of them are story missions. Right. They're not campaign so missions. Let's say, let's say no raids qualify. Then. Yeah, no, no, no. This this is this is like mission missions. We'll just, also, yeah. no strikes. So no strikes. So yeah. No strikes. No raids. Specialty missions. What about adventures? This like zero hour and the subclass missions and stuff like that. Are those? Are you going to still keep those in there? Uh, I would. I you would think say quests because, yes, quite frankly, they're like. I think. I mean, quests. Quests, quests would be fine because they're they're either one offs yeah. or something oh, that's fair, similar. Yeah. They have story implications and whatnot behind them, so I would say yes. 
Uh, but I think story missions and anything, anything basically not in a strike and mm-hmm. not in a raid, I think is a, a very fair assessment to what we're looking for for next week, at least in my fair. opinion. I think that's good. So. Somebody's going to make up the rules on this crap. <laughs> I know. I'm glad we laid them out early because we're sitting here right before this recording starts going, wait. Which uh, is it D1? D1 or just D1 or the D2s as well? It's like, yeah, which I, one are we doing? I don't know. Yeah. I'll make you more for you can't refuse. Oh my. But thank you all for joining us for top three. I don't know why I'm doing this voice, but we're doing it right now and we're going to end the show on this voice. So thank you for joining us. And remember, everybody loves a list. <laughs> And that is the most awkward ending I have ever done for that episode, or any episode.